Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What in the world's about the podcast land? Oh my. <laughs> I've never been so happy I didn't have my headphones on. <laughs> What's happening? Oh. Hey. <laughs> That will never not be amazing to me. I love it. Yeah. Well, we can't have dead air and everybody's just sitting there. So I, I was looking at Dan and, <laughs> and we were both going, let her say something. Setting me up. I, I am very comfortable with uncomfortable silences. As many as I cause on a day-to-day basis, <laughs> this doesn't bother me a bit. I can outweigh you any day. Let me tell you. <laughs> you guys may or may not believe this. I never know how I'm going to start the introduction until it comes out of my out. mouth. Yeah, that makes two. <laughs> never know how you're going to start it either. I mean, we are so professional. Uh, oh, I'm, like it, I'm oh. thinking there's got to be a cap on who would listen to us because who wants to hear me start out the way I start out? But then when I don't start out that way, some of our rock solid people get mad. Get mad. Yep. So you know it's what? True. I love. They've our come people. to expect That's it. Right. You That's know right. what? Exactly. Yep. We don't want to be. So stiff, stiff like we were before. <laughs> don't say we don't have an effect on people. We, so one guy from our church last night is talking to my son, who's head of this camp, um, camp Indian Cave, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Hey, something your dad said on the podcast. One of our abs- Daniel Kazee, uh-huh. yeah. one yeah. of our absolute love Most you, Daniel. Yep. I appreciate you, listener, yep. yeah, more than you will ever know. That dude is always on yeah. it. And he says something your dad said." I've got the theme. Now, they haven't even had this year's camp. Yeah, right. Daniel, they got like, next year. Daniel gave oh, them the title. That's true. And all four that days. That is yes. awesome. And I know what it was based on. Yes, that's true. That because is I, great. That's so funny. Because oh, I love it. I love it. I'm like, God yep. is God's just showing off now. <laughs> there are other things out there that we're, we're not going to be open about. Yeah, that, that yeah. God, But God is just, yeah. in, in our church, yeah. God is just showing off yeah. at times now. God is on the yeah. move. He is. He's on the move in China. By the way, you said something on on Twitter on Facebook the other day. You said you said good is on the move. Oh, I know. I did. <laughs> I died laughing. I fixed you know, it. You know, I, no, you're just you're just <laughs> steps ahead. You were pointing out that God is good and that God is on. Well, the move. Jesus told the you rich know. young ruler, "Is anybody good but God?" That's so right. technically, so, yeah. theologically, right. you're well, playing you would think chess. my phone would know <laughs> that I meant God, but it didn't. But I mean, I don't know. Like I said, theologically, right. you were you're not incorrect. Right. But I did notice it, and I fixed it. Yeah, I started to be I, really I, smart with it. I'm you. sure you did. <laughs> That's why I get so annoyed with Mona. She, she's so highfalutin that even her mistakes are correct. Or I am really, theologically yeah, correct. Really, oh, my. <laughs> you know what I wish I would have done? I wish I would have replied and put the passage with the rich young ruler <laughs> and gave the exact way. It says, no, there's none good but God. <laughs> Okay. So anyway, yeah. So so glad you guys are listening, and for those that have been responding on Facebook to yeah, us here yeah, lately, yeah. Um, this is for you today. Yeah. <laughs> you know who you are. Enjoy. Enjoy yeah. some truth bombs. <laughs> We're about to drop on your head today. Now that is a is a welcome. I don't know those who holiday. make those comments. I don't know that they're listening. 
Well, they should. We're going they to should. we're going to pray that they do. Yeah, yeah I'm praying that they they, they actually there there's something. Yeah, I mean, unless they're just scrolling trying to find where right. they can make well, right. But but this is what I love, and I and it is even people who disagree with us. I've got two things to say. And let's say that there are some. Yeah, there are some out there. Uh, There's two things I can say about that. Number one, you're wrong. Okay. Well said. Number two, I've been hanging out way too much. I was going to say that. Um, Number two, um, we're still happy. Because yeah. you heard God's word. Exactly. Right. And that's our goal here. And, and, and what Dan was just saying when he when he went na 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 Understand this. If you are one of those that have have, have sort of um gone at us right, a little right, bit right. on Facebook, hey man, we love you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um our our goal is not to fight. There there are yeah. too many people on Facebook, Twitter that want to fight about right. stuff. Right. I'm not gonna fight with you right. because I'm telling you what's it's in God's scripture. Word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I heard this a few weeks ago, and it resonated with me because I've lived it but didn't know that I was doing it, but this person put it in the words. Because the truth doesn't yell. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Lies yell. Yep. yep. The yep. truth doesn't yell. doesn't have to yep. because it's true. I believe the Bible to be the absolute truth. Yep. Absolutely. Because it's Jesus. Yep. And he said he was the way, the truth, and the life. Yep. I, I'm not going to back up. You're 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 not going to get me to change my thinking. Right. Um, I've given my life to Jesus. I do my best to live it out. I fall every day, but I'm so thankful for grace, as mm-hmm. Paul wrote. Yes. Yep. This book is true. This book is not about a monster God. He's a loving kind. He, now he is a consuming fire God Absolutely. that is jealous mm-hmm. yep. for his holiness and his righteousness. Mm-hmm. Yep. But he's not a monster. Right. He's a good, good father. Yep. And you'll never convince me otherwise. And you can yell and you can shout and you can post mean things on our yeah. Facebook page or whatever. That's fine. We're, we're, we're not going to respond in right. kind. Right. Right. We're going to give you back love and grace and mercy and truth. Yep. 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 Okay. So I just felt like I really yeah. need to address that because we have had some some very <laughs> um it's a word I need to put um vociferous. Oh wow. <laughs> Go look that up. I know I will. <laughs> at us on yeah. Facebook on our Facebook yeah. account. Yeah. And that's fine. If you feel the need, that's that's cool. You be you. But we're not gonna respond. We're not we're not looking to fight. Mm-hmm. Right, right. We, we want to fish. Yep. Absolutely. Not fight. Absolutely. If you want to know what I mean by that, look this at the prior awesome. episode. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So, hey, shout out um, if it's not already dropped, be- yeah. because this is a summer month. And you guys know we do tape ahead some. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're, and Dan and I, math is not our no, long no, suit. Not my long So, we were trying to figure <laughs> out exactly when this episode <laughs> would drop because the goose of grace, dun, 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 <laughs> it's alive. <laughs> Third time's a charm, baby. Third time's a charm. Um, seriously, I've missed the Goose of Grace. I love the Goose of Grace. I, I thought it was ridiculous when y'all stopped. I didn't say that to you, Andrew. But I Here's the beautiful crazy. thing about it. It's ridiculous when we do it, but it's also ridiculous when we don't. Exactly. I, I mean, I love it. Um, so keep an eye out. Yeah, it, it, it's it may have dropped it's this coming. week that this is um, being put out. It may have dropped. Check Spotify and then check... Um, www.marionbcva.com slash 
MBC Podcasts. Okay. Yes, with an it's S. a new beautiful it's a page. New beautiful it's page. Beautiful. All of our podcasts live together yeah. in harmony. There, it's amazing. <laughs> we are trying to streamline stuff and, and give it to these guys. Um, I know okay. nothing about Not IT okay. stuff, but um, these guys are really. They've been putting in some effort. To, to streamline our stuff and to get our IT going and, and just keep checking in. We're, yeah. we're trying to improve every every week and, yeah. and whatever. So, hey, let's just jump in because we got a bunch of stuff we need to hit on to go against what some people have tried to tell us and, and say about God. We're going to defend God a little bit today. Oh, all right. Let's. Don't you think? Yeah. Hey, by the way, I'm Hank. Hey, <laughs> Hank. I'm a uh, senior pastor here at Marion Baptist Church. Uh, that's Miss Mona, the Hey Girl. <laughs> I used to be a home slice, but whatever. well, you're my home slice. Oh, okay. you're always. Oh, right, come on, right there. You're my home <laughs> slice. You know that. And we got the bean of the board over you, there. You. Um, L. That, brother, I appreciate you. All the hard work you've been doing. Yeah, been doing I, it lot. is a joy and a pleasure. I have to say that because I can't say that. Me and Mona, we just sit here and chit chat. <laughs> you are like taping. You're fidgeting, and, yeah, and you know, right. And sometimes I get two out of three right, so we're good. <laughs> Something will happen. You've been known to get them wrong before. <laughs> I I do keep checking to make sure I hit record. <laughs> We're good. Good well, because out. there was that one and time we were about and fifteen I, minutes in, and you're like, Guys, <laughs> "You may, you may not let me forget it, but I promise you, I will never let me forget it." <laughs> All right, let's go, Miss Mom. So I don't know what you want me to read. So uh, start at verse six. Seventeen. Is that right? I don't have my glasses on. Seventeen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. No. Actually, I want you to start at verse sixteen because that sort of gives a little bit of the context. Okay. And then read seventeen. Okay, so we're in First Peter 1 still, um, starting verse 16. Since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. And if you call on him as father who judges impartially according to each one's deeds, conduct yourselves with fear throughout the time of your exile. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just come to you again so thankful for your word, so thankful for the opportunity to share it and to examine it with each other. Heavenly Father, we just pray that the Holy Spirit be here and guide us, and that this be a blessing to you and to those who would hear it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. So, um, well, last week we talked about holiness, and we talked about all the aspects of that, and that, and then it leads right into, and if you call on Him as Father, mm. what's it talking about? What do you mean call on Him as Father? What? What are we talking about? Well, who's who is able to call on him as father? Okay, that's what I'm at. Is you said it much more eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> um, is the one who is a child of God, and and people. So this is my little soapbox. Um, that people think that everybody is a child of God, mm. and and that's not true. Only people who are true believers and truly saved by the blood of Jesus are the ones who are children of God and the ones who um, can call on God as father. I don't like what, I don't know what Hank's doing, but. <laughs> so, no, I, and that's a thought I, I've, I've had a lot um, is this, this difference. Everyone is God's creation. Yeah. Everyone is created yep. with the intention that they would be God's right. child, but not everyone accepts that role. Right. Um, and, and those cannot be called an heir to Christ, with Christ, right, um, right, because right there, yeah, there's definitely a difference there. Hey, so, and then he goes into that, and this is where we're going to settle down for a little mm -hmm. bit. Who judges impartially according to each one's deeds? Yes. Time out. Stop. <laughs> for by grace you have been saved, not by works, mm -hmm. lest any man should boast. 
Is there a conflict in Scripture? <laughs> nope. Scripture does not contradict itself. Is there controversy here? Nope. Scripture. I just gave you Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. <laughs> Scripture does not. This says, itself. who judges by our deeds. Mm-hmm. Well, so we can go to James, <laughs> who says that um, faith without works is dead. And so, um, and we can go back, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, Bruce was talking about Romans 1 and talking about that obedience of the faith and that. Um, we don't just become saved and then sit down. Hmm. We become saved right. and then we get to work. We get sa- We become saved and we begin to do the work that God has set before us and the, the works that um, he desires for us to do. And, and I would just say that the, the point of that, the, the importance of those works is, is that is the telltale sign of where your heart is. And that's what God wants. God wants your right. heart. And your works are a reflection. We as we, it's the fruit. Mm-hmm. And so, what is your fruit saying about where where your source of life is, or if you're even connected to that source of life? Um, that's why God cares about your deeds, is because that if you want to know somebody's heart, look at what they do, look at where they spend their time. Okay, so what we're saying is, so we're saved by grace through faith, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Remember what grace is. Grace is getting what you don't deserve. Absolutely. Mercy, here's let me I always want to do this. Mercy is not getting what you deserve. Right. Hell. Grace <laughs> is getting what you don't deserve. Heaven. heaven. Yeah. And it comes by faith. So how can it be that it says here then, Miss Mona, mm-hmm. my little home slice over there? Hey. <laughs> oh, hey girl. He judges impartially. I, I want to come back to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Or we might deal with this. According to each one's deeds. We can't say on one hand all that you talked about out of James and all that about works. But then it says here, it's on our deeds. When and where is he talking about? I'm glad he asked you. <laughs> let me tell you. So here's the truth for the believer is that um, at the Lord's return, we will not stand if you are a believer covered by the blood of Jesus who have accepted Jesus's gift of salvation um we you will not stand before the great right throne of judgment uh, God's great right throne of judgment and have to give account for your sins because your sins have already been paid for and forgiven come on preach and so as believers what we will stand before is the bema seat of Christ <laughs> He's looking at me like he's so surprised. I knew that, but um, <laughs> no, I'm just. Uh, we did talk about it before we sat down. <laughs> <laughs> give away all of our secrets. Do man. you have verses for this? I don't. See, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we didn't discuss enough before we started. There's so, not enough preparation on my part. Second Corinthians admit. chapter five. Right. Now, when you talk about Second Corinthians five, everybody wants to run to, which is tremendous. Verse seventeen, yeah, or verse twenty-one, right. or seventeen through twenty-one. They're just powerful passages. But starting at verse 6, do you want to go there? No, go ahead. You were going to say something. (laughs) Well, I was going to say I didn't finish my thought, but you're probably going to, so go ahead. No, go. No, finish. (laughs) So we'll go. We're going to get the hand verbally slapped in this joint today. Somebody is feeling their oats. I was about to say, she's feeling better. She's feeling, she's a little sassy. 
We're going to stand before, as believers, we're going to stand before the Bema seat of Christ where we will have to give account for the works that we have done for Christ. So go to those verses. No, come on. Talk no, I, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> Dan? I, I'm about to get excited. No, so so here's the here's the thing. I love that what you put there because that's the difference. You said for Christ, yeah, for Christ, and that's that. Leave it to you to take something I struggled to say earlier and to sum it up in two words. It's not about just what you do; it's about who you do it for. And so, for the believer. We are not called to say Christ is the Lord of my life and then sit down. Mm-hmm. We are called, I mean, every aspect of our lives. I don't care if it's washing the dishes, it can be done for the glory of God. You got and verses so, for that? <laughs> real? Who do I look like, Mona? Well, obviously do, not because I, I don't know. I was going to say, do you have verses for that? <laughs> He always does. But should you go go back to second? I feel like Whatever I've been you set do up. in word or deed. Yes. yes. Do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. That's Colossians chapter three and verse seventeen. And and to tie it back, I'm gonna try to try to put myself in better light. I really here wish now the camera was on me today because I'm feeling frisky. <laughs> I really wish it was on you too, don't worry. Um, Thank goodness it's not on me. <laughs> Just keep driving that bus over me there, Mona. Um, no, but the what it really gets to, we say, well, why is it so important? Why is it so important? Oh, I almost almost lost it. Hold on. It's because your deeds fall into two categories. To to tie it back to, to last week, your deeds are showing are you a slave? To Jesus Christ, are you a slave to this world? Are your deeds in submission to him always, putting him in the proper place of of Lord of your life, on the throne forever, or are they deeds that are for this world only and and completely neglect eternity? Yeah. Um, And so listen to what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Verse 6, we are always of good courage. We know that while we're at home in the body, we are away from God, for we walk by faith, not by sight. Bang. Yes, we are of good courage, and we would rather be away from the body and be home with the Lord. So whether we're at home or away, we make it our aim to please him. It connects right in First Peter. Yep. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of mm. Christ, so that each one may receive what is due for what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. Now, what's the difference between this judgment seat of Christ, spoken of in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10, and the judgment seat spoken of in Revelation chapter 20. There, there, let me flip real quick to Revelation chapter 20 here. So I don't want nobody to miss me now because I don't want no, you know, you'd be coming at me. Um, and then in, in 2011, then I saw a great white throne and him who sat on it. There's that great white judgment mm-hmm, seat. Right. And it says, um, and I saw the dead and great, small, the dead, great and small, standing for the throne, and the books were open, another book. And they were judged according to what they had done. What's the difference in these two judgment seats? I was <laughs> wow. Wow. I was going there. 
she's writing me notes. It's like school. I'm like passing my... notes. I, I don't know whether you are very good at that at school. I was really good at I'm passing really notes at school. She's not because she can't listen and do it. we got to be able to do both. I was time. writing myself a note. Well, why'd you turn toward me? I, in an was... odd twist, the note just says, listen and be more attentive, Mona. <laughs> Here's the question. Boy, this one is a wild one today. We was as serious as serious to be the prior episode of this one, buddy. We are like, our hair is on fire. I love it. What's the difference between, I'll just tell you what they are, the Bema Seat Judgment, 2 Corinthians 5. Mm-hmm. You got me turned to the 1 Corinthians now. <laughs> Verse 10 or 11, whatever it was there. And... The great white throne judgment seat in Revelation 21, 11, and whatever. What's the difference? What's the difference? What is the difference? Uh, well, didn't I say it? Are, I mean, the, the great right throne of judgment is for... Well, it's hard for you to say you said it when we hadn't even talked about the, the one in Revelation yet. Did I say it? She's asked me. I I'm not getting in the middle of this one. Um, isn't that where we the non-believers stand to give account for their sin? Yeah. Right, and I did say that. I want to be clear. Okay. <clears throat> no, and I'm not saying you weren't, but the bema seat is for believers. Right, right. You're judged not for your mm-hmm. sin, but my Hank medicine, uh-huh. the ones I've already committed and will commit, mm-hmm. were paid for at Calvary. Absolutely. Yep. That's why Jesus said, "Hello, to Telestai." Right. Yep. That's why I'm about y'all listen <laughs> for Mona because she can't help but say something when I say these next words. That's why when Jesus went to heaven, he sat down at the right That's hand right. of the Father. That's right. Okay, because our sins were paid for. Yeah. He had paid the debt. It's all done. Period. My sins as a believer, and I'm not some two thousand years old. I may look decrepit and ancient, <laughs> but I'm not. Okay, so all of my sins were paid for. Right. Now, I have to confess them. Yes. Right. First time is for them to be washed away completely. Right. right. All right? That's the difference between, oh, man, there's so much I could go. So in the New Testament, Jesus' blood, he washes them away. Yep. Mm. The Old Testament, all that did was cover, cover them. Yep. Yep. Right. Now we have them cleansed and washed and right. taken away. Right. That's why Jesus sat down. So when I stand at the Bema seat, it's for what have I done in my body for Jesus? Right. Hank Meadows, as a pastor, this is how I read it, will stand every sermon I've ever preached. Mm-hmm. God's going to judge it. Mm-hmm. Now, I want you to go real quick. You, are you ready at 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 12? So when I'm standing there and all of these sermons that I preach, whether it's revivals, whether it's here, whether it's there, and any time I've shared the gospel with somebody, do it. Mm-hmm. God's going to test it, and, I'm, and Mona's going to tell you in just a minute how he's going to test it. Whether Hank did it for God mm-hmm. or for Hank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether Hank was doing it for a pat on the right. back. Oh, right, Hank, right. you're such a great pastor. You're such right. a great preacher. Oh, you're just so wonderful. Nobody ever said that, by the way. Most of <laughs> time what I get is, okay, that's all you got. But anyway, so it's going to be all that. And, and for you guys, I mean, it's for whatever you do in the name right. of the Lord. That's the Bema seat. Mm-hmm. Quickly, I'm going to tell you, the judgment seat are for unbelievers right. who think they're going to get in on some work they've done. Right. And that's why it said, and the books were open and God right. is going to show you all the works that you quote unquote did and how bad they are because we will never understand the depth of our depravity mm-hmm. in face of a holy and righteous and perfect God. They never, your good deeds never outweigh your bad deeds mm-hmm. because there's none good, no, not one. And even our best days, Isaiah said, is like filthy rags. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't go on to preach nothing here. <laughs> and so what will be shown at the great white throne is how you don't measure up. Right. Seriously, that's what it shows. Right, because you that's don't what sin measure is. Up. It's not, right. That's what sin is, is missing the mark. Missing the mark. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't matter how much money you give to the Red Cross. It doesn't matter right. how much you give to this thing. Or how kind if and you, good you are. Yeah. Yep. You can be the sweetest little old lady sending some bread over to these <laughs> youngsters. <laughs> And you, if you've not come to Jesus, you are going to bust hell wide open. I'm sorry. Well, and so on the flip side of that, I mean, I had, I didn't handle this very well, but I had a a Sunday school teacher who asked, well, actually it was a Bible study, ask about, you know, what happens if you die and you have an unconfessed sin? Uh, uh, Well, then when you were alive, that... interrupted your fellowship with God. But when you die, if you're a believer, you're not going to have to answer for that sin. So I'm not sure. You lose rewards. <laughs> yes. And so, but he was aiming for having to answer for that sin. And as believers, we don't have to, our sins have been forgiven. They've been cast as far as the East is from the West. Jesus chooses to forget them. Yeah. And so, but that doesn't mean that shall we like, Paul says in Romans 6, 1, shall we go on sinning because so that grace abounds even more? No! <laughs> By no means. <laughs> I, I said no. I know. And so Dan's about to have a fit over I there. Just, He's going no, charismatic I, on us. So I'm not going to Mona, you finish your thought. No, I think, oh, wait, are you taking a shot at me for interrupting? I, I, would, I wouldn't want to be horribly rude and interrupt you. Well, I was, I was going to say it, so that doesn't mean that we just sin and sin and sin and sin. No, that's licentiousness. Yes. So, um, but go deep. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm about to drop my butt. Do you want to know? Here, I mean, it looks like a, the man over there about peeing his pants. This is, good, <laughs> this is a good heart check right here. Do you live your life trying to see what you can get away yeah. with yeah. and still slide into heaven at the end of all this? Or do you understand how much your sin hurt the one who sent his son to die for you, that that he paid that price. And that that's one of the things that really changed about me when I when I seriously just submitted to God. When you understand his love for you, the last thing you want to do is hurt him. Yeah. And so I don't understand this this idea of well, I accepted salvation, so I'm just going to live however. No, every time you sin, you should want to run from that because you understand the, the the price that was paid and you understand what you really deserve, which is, uh, and we covered this a little bit last, last episode too, nothing less than hell. Yeah. And so stopping and really, we were just talking about being self-aware and self-reflection. Do you want to say, give me, give me, give me, or do you want to say, Lord, I'm so sorry that you had to pay this price for my sin. I don't want to commit another one if I could ever help it. Now, we know we're going to sin yeah. again, but we should never see it as this thing of how often can I abuse the love of God through yeah. Jesus Christ. Don't be the guy that says, I want God's grace to shine forth, so I'm going <laughs> to go be the biggest sinner yeah. while I'm saved I can be so God's Boy, grace. Boy, my salvation story is going to be something. Buddy, you better check your salvation. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I want to make this statement, too, because one of the things on Facebook we've been told is God's a monster. Mm-hmm. God's such a monster that he sent himself, basically, yeah. right. to die, yeah. to go through the most horrific death ever so that you could be saved. Whether you accepted him or not, he died for you. That's right. Uh, I could go to Second Peter and uh-huh. show you that in chapter 2. 
where it says he died for even the ungodly who would never come to him. He's such a monster that he loved you so much that he sent his son, who was actually him, Mm -hmm. God, Mm -hmm. to die a horrific death. Right. And I would point out that 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 same love is shown in the fact that he— Look, he could have spoken and ended it right there. He could have he could have made it so he didn't feel a thing. He could yeah. No, he experienced everything that we deserve for us. And so uh, that's something that that really you pointed out years ago and it's always set, set with me is that you know he he fully experienced the pain, the suffering, all of that. And the fact that he had the power to not experience it, but still chose to because that's the only way that it could be paid for. Yes. And he wouldn't even take the, 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 the stuff yes. to, to sort of to ease, that ease pain. the pain because yeah. he wanted to feel every drop, I'm using biblical terms, yep. of the cup of the wrath of God yes. yep. towards sin. Yep. He had to feel it all. Because I believe had he not felt some of it, it wouldn't have qualified. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is absolute because of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So having said all that, now let's come back. <laughs> we have two minutes. Well, we're going give me seven. We'll go, yeah, we'll go. Give me seven. <laughs> yeah. In first Corinthians, this now I don't know how this works. I don't know what it's gonna look like, right. but here's how our deeds are judged at the Bema Seat. So while hell is going on on earth, literal the great tribulation, I believe in a seven year tribulation. While that's going on, man, we get rewarded at the Bema seat, mm-hmm. and then we go to a wedding feast, yes. bro. We yes. about to turn up and turn out and eat <laughs> us some serious stuff up in heaven, man. Glory. Yes. All right, tell me how. So 1 Corinthians 3, starting in verse 12. Now, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, Each one's work will become manifest for the day will disclose it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. If the work that anyone has built on the foundation survives, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, though he himself will be saved, but only as through fire. That is important, too. That's where it says if you're saved, you're saved. Yep. Now you may get to heaven and have nothing to show right. for it, right? But you, it just because you got nothing to show doesn't mean you don't get to go to heaven. Right. You're still in heaven, right? Jerry Vines had the greatest quote on this I've ever heard in my life. He said, "How many of us will get to heaven and we have nothing left but the charred remains yes. of a wasted life to put in the nail scarred mm-hmm. hands of a sal- of yep. a savior?" Yep. Mm. So I don't know how this this fire works that. Uh, how God can say, well, here's all your work tanks. Here's all your sermons. And it won't be individually. It'll be like put in this whatever. Mm-hmm. Here's all your work she supposedly did for me. Here's all the sermons you ever preached for me. Here's all the stuff you did. Yeah. And then what's left? Right. My lanta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope it is so much yeah. more precious stones and jewels yeah. than the charred remains of a wasted life. Right. Right. So we get, and then we, they put those in a crown mm-hmm. that we throw back at the feet of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So it should be our aim to please Him. I think mm-hmm. you talked about that last yeah. week yeah. in the in the last yeah. episode. Well, who do you want? Or maybe even this one? I don't know. This one has been so crazy. I don't know what we said. <laughs> but who do you aim to please in your life? And and as we're doing the works, because you sort of hit on this, but I, so I want to make sure that we hit on it again. That. Um, 
we may think that we're doing good works in in works that are going to be um, precious stones and gold and silver. But the reality is we don't realize that the attitudes of our heart when mm-hmm. we're doing that are not what God desires. And so in reality, there would hay and stubble. And so um, we, so going back to what we talked about in the last episode, we have to be self-aware and we have yeah. to be in tune with the Holy Spirit to know because it is quite possible to do very good works without it being what God wants us to do. It's quite possible to do very good works with poor motives, with self-seeking and not God-seeking and not glory-seeking. And so we have to keep that in mind. And so as we're considering our works and as we're considering what we're doing, we have to make sure, you know, ask ourselves, am I doing this? Is this wood, hay, and straw that is going to burn up? Or is this something that will indeed bring us a reward which also then brings, people might say, well, you shouldn't do anything just to get an award. But award. That, that's do absolutely, you don't understand what you were talking about. Yeah. But well, but when you are living for Christ and you are in tune with the Holy Spirit, yes, you're doing it so that you get a reward because you know that you're going to give that reward back. Yes. And it pleases the Father. And you're, yes. and you're living a life that is pleasing to the Father. And so you don't have that attitude of, oh, I just want a reward. I, I'm sorry. I want to get everything I can get so I can put it so in that, my crown yeah, and absolutely. throw it back at the feet yeah. of Jesus. Right. But I'm so afraid at times what I'm going to have is more charred remains than precious stones. Right. And I know people think at times that I'm being whatever with that, but you know, at times I just know myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we're all prideful and selfish at heart, and it's a struggle. Yeah. I mean, I want to preach for the glory, and I pray that I am. Right. But I think sometimes in the deep dark recesses of our heart. Places we don't like to go to and oh, open yeah. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we really crack that open, we'll see a selfish yep. nature. So anyway, hey, that's it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're at thirty-three, so we we got time for a big thought. We got okay, big thought here. <laughs> Here's my big thought. You need to make sure your life is a striving to please Jesus and nobody else. Mm-hmm. And if you do, though. You're going to run counterculture to the society we live yeah. in. Yep. Know that. Yep. Just thought I'd tell you that. Well, so my big thought is we didn't get to the judges impartially. <laughs> <laughs> but the reality is, is that how does he judge impartially? Because he has a standard. Yeah. And he is holy and we are asked to be holy. That's why we read verse 16 along with 17. Um, and that is is how he is able to judge impartially. Yeah, he doesn't change the standard because right. I'm a pastor and you're right. not, or my name or, is well, Meadows. Your times and, were right. rougher yeah. than their times, yeah, the ages you, you lived here. in. Right. The standard is a standard, and right. this is holiness. Oh my goodness, we could. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, and my, it, 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 I'm just kind of stealing yours again. Uh, is that um, you know all of this goes back to again, who are you living your life for? Who owns your heart? Um, that whole idea of, of well, you know, I, and I'm, I'm sure somebody out there listening has had this thought. Well, as long as I get into heaven, who cares? By all means, rejoice about, about yeah. getting into heaven. But, but I would argue and question, um, I'm not trying to get too, but I would kind of say, hey, look at your salvation. If the whole point of all of this at the end of it is so that you end up in a, a place that is, is you know, what we would consider nice, comfortable, all of that, or is your goal 
to say, Lord, I want all of eternity starting now on this side of it to be about you, to be about pleasing you. And it goes back again. My my biggest fear is not going to hell because I know I'm not. Right. I, I trust God's word. I know that he is my savior, that Jesus died for me. But my biggest fear now is exactly what you said, that when it's time, when when those things are burned up, am I going to have anything to show for what I did for Christ? Yeah, because we are to make, the Bible says, make it our aim to please yes. him. Right. So anyway, let's pray. Father, we love you. Thank you for the truth that there's a day coming when we'll be walking by sight and not by faith. Help us to strive to live lives that are pleasing to you. And so we just trust that in God, and we ask that for, for us. And we ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, I'm Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. Got my home slice. Hey, girl, hey. Miss Mona. Got the beano of the board. Yep, Old yep. lima bean over there. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Hey, God bless you guys. See you next time. Bye, y'all.